As the high school football season rolls on, we've got you covered. This is Next Round Preps on the Double Down Podcast Network. Hey everybody, welcome back into another week of Next Round Preps right here on the Next Round. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here with you as always, and we are heading into the second week of region play. It'll technically be week three, the fourth week overall. I know that sounds very confusing, but that's just how it is. And this week's going to be a little different as uh, basically every game I know of has been moved to Thursday. A few still are on Friday due to uh, inclement weather, but we'll get you ready uh, today if you're watching this on the day we release it on Thursday for all those games. And uh, the Thompson game we'll be at will be on Thursday as well against Spain Park. We'll get to all those games coming up this week in a minute. But first, a lot of games this past week as reach and play started for a lot of teams. And for us, we saw Thompson and Vestavia. Thompson getting the win 34-14. And really the second half for Thompson was the first time we've seen the Thompson of old. Yeah, they came out of the locker room, John, and put the hammer down. You know, it was 13-7 going into halftime, and I was a little concerned, I'll be honest with you. But the Thompson that we've seen for year after year after year showed up on the third quarter. Uh, I don't even remember how many points they put up in the third, but it was enough to run the game away. So uh, we saw some buddy ball, too. I thought that we was kind of interesting from Vestavia. They lined it up and kind of ran uh, some old plays from Buddy Anderson, which I expected. I, I didn't have any doubt – that they wouldn't, but, um, you know, overall our defense really showed up and shut them down. Yeah, Robert Evans obviously uh, coming from Vestavia a long time ago with Buddy Anderson. They've been the defensive coordinator for Mountain Brook, and defense, you know, still looked pretty good, but really that third quarter, like you said, was what opened it up for Thompson. Vestavia um, had a quarterback injury as well, which is which kind of hurt them late in the game, but, um, you know, I'll be very interested to see what happens this week as they take on Hoover. We'll get to that in a second. Hoover, meanwhile, took on Spain Park as they have now been playing for 20 years in that rivalry. Hoover, they get the win 24-10, maybe a little closer but spain park with tim Bacacus, i think we all expect things to kind of turn around i think it was more hoover spain park it's kind of like one of those rivalries it's going to be a close close game i don't care what the records are it's just going to be close so you know it was uh expected hoover was expected to win by big big numbers so and we'll see you know tonight here on Thursday night when Thompson's going to play Spain Park that'll answer some questions yeah Vestavia really there's a lot of teams with new coaches Vestavia with Robert Evans Spain Park with Tim Vakakis and Tuscaloosa County with Adam Weingarten it's his second year but you know Tuscaloosa County has been a program for a while that now that everybody sees and says yeah we'll forget about them when it comes to the playoff race but they're actually sitting atop the region standings when it comes to overall total record because they're 3-0 and and they won a game against Chelsea, a one-point win, 42-41 over Chelsea. Not only that, but the uh, sports writers poll just came out. They're ranked number they 10 are. in the state in 7A. That's Tuscaloosa County, folks. That's hard to believe. Yeah, as imagine uh, Tuscaloosa County here at Trustville this week is a top 10 matchup. Nobody would have ever said no, that. If you said, no. yeah, Hoover Thompson, okay, you playing one of those two, okay, maybe even no mountain thrown in there, but no, Tuscaloosa County is number 10 but they had a close one against Chelsea Chelsea uh there was a back and forth game all game and you know the old go for two at the end to try to win it and didn't quite get it 42 41 county got that win and then Hewitt Trustful the other 7A region three team they just dominated Oak Mountain huge win for Josh Floyd and crew there 48 to 14 over the Eagles so Hewitt Trustful after losing to Central Phoenix City who a lot of people have as the number one team right now with some of the losses that happened early in region three uh the Central got the win over Hewitt Trustful but then they've been on fire ever since 
sense. So uh, you still have Thompson Hoover, Hewitt, you know, starting things off strong in region play. But who's that fourth team? That's really the question. Can it be County? I don't know. Can it be Vestavia? Spain Park, Oak Mountain. I mean, it pretty much can be anybody. Uh, you know, Chelsea really hasn't won a, had one game all season. They look good in their jamboree. That was about it. But, you know, that fight for fourth is going to be pretty interesting to watch. I agree. I agree. There's nothing else you can say. Time will tell. Two or three weeks from now, we'll have a much better picture of it. You know, Region 1 down in 7A, a real close game. Foley and Mary Montgomery came down to overtime, and Foley pulled it out 43-42. I think that the state, and I've said this before, is a much stronger state in 7A when Foley and Prattville are strong teams. And without those two teams, it kind of throws off the balance because you're always – you know, looking back down south, so to speak, with Central Phoenix City and Auburn. But if you can throw Foley and Prattville in there, all of a sudden it mixes it up and makes it a four-team race very similar to to th- uh, Region 3. Yeah, no doubt. When it's just Region 2 and Region 3 and that's kind of it, and you have Central Auburn, Thompson, Hoover, and then forget about the rest of the teams, it's not that fun of a playoff to watch. But you're right, Foley getting back up there would be good. Fairhope getting a win over uh, – they had a non-conference game – or non-region game against Choctahatchee out of Florida. Got a close win there. Not sure how good they are or not. Um, but Fairhope looking like maybe the favorite there, but Foley trying to compete with Theodore dro- uh, dropping out, McGill Tullin dropping out a few years ago. You know, some of the teams that have been the best team in Region 1 have dropped out and dropped down to 6A. So a lot of those teams fighting for that region. But you mentioned Prattville. Prattville losing to Smith Station 30-21. to And just like I mentioned in Region 3, who's going to be Team 4? Because we know Thompson, Hoover, Hewitt, those are going to be the top three in some order, most likely. Well, down south you had Central and Auburn were always the top teams. And then Prattville. The question wasn't if Prattville going to make the playoffs, is can Prattville right. beat Central or Auburn That's right. and get up to a top two seed and have a home game? Well, now you add Opelika to the mix in that region. So Opelika, you just kind of write in as maybe that third team to compete with Central and Auburn along with Prattville. But now Prattville's lost to Smith Station. So now who's the fourth team? I don't know. And of all people, Smith Station, you would have – I mean, that was a game – I talk to those guys every week. As a matter of fact – I do the pregame show for Prattville. A lot of people don't know that, but I'm on there with Mike Reynolds, and we do the pregame show that uh, we actually record it and it's run uh, before the, you know, they go live to the stadium. So I'm in touch with the Prattville guys a lot. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody. I didn't either. I mean, they they were uh, maybe it was because nobody saw it coming. Maybe they. <laughs> Took it a little too lightly, but Smith Station put it on them, and that, I think that's the biggest upset in the state this past week. Huge upset there. Smith Station this week, Enterprise, another team who's always competing for maybe that fourth spot, and kind of Prattville Enterprise with that bottom two in that region when it comes to the playoff race, but Smith Station now throwing their hat in the ring there. Speaking of Enterprise, Central Phoenix City, 27-7 to win over Enterprise. Um, Central, I, I don't think anybody's really questioning whether Central and Auburn are going to be competing for the top spot. Really the question is Opelika. Now they're moving up to 7A. Are they going to compete? But one of those teams has to be third. And so then that's why the question then becomes what happens to Prattville? What happens to Enterprise? Maybe Smith Station jumps in there. Who knows? But it should be an interesting uh, you know, rest of the season for 7A Region 2. Moving down to 6A, Mountain Brook, uh, former 7A Region 3 team. They dropped down last reclassification. They stay down. They're in Region 5, even though they're not playing uh, teams like Holman and Briarwood, who shifted down to Region 3 with more of the Helena and Pelham teams. But Mountain Brook, they beat Minor 49-7, to two undefeated teams. Mountain Brook, you know, when a team drops down a classification, you think, oh, they're going to have a much easier time. Mountain Brook has kind of been that way with Class 6A. I know once you get to Clay Chalville and all in the playoffs, it's a different story, but Mountain Brook's been on fire. You know, I haven't checked the schedule deep enough. I assume Clay Chalville and Mountain Brook are going to meet in the regular season. 
But I'm gonna have to check the schedule. Clay is Region Six, Mountain Brook is Region Five. So, so they may not. yeah, because because Clay's playing Thompson in their next uh, non-region game. So I don't right. think they're gonna meet. If they meet, I I, I can go ahead and almost write it in pen. Clay and Mountain Brook in the semifinals, depending on how the regions. I don't know how the regions are in the bracket. I hadn't looked at that yet. But uh, Mountain Brook's looking strong. Clay has just dominated everybody. It's almost not even worth mentioning Clay every week. Um, they're playing Pinson next week, so we can mention or this week, so we can mention that. But um, constantly getting huge wins there in Region Six down south. Saraland St. Paul's a big matchup. Yep. Not really that close. St. Paul's falls 42-14. They've gone up and down. They're up this year in 6A and uh, falling to Saraland there. And a team you mentioned, Hillcrest Tuscaloosa. Talked about how good Hillcrest Tuscaloosa was. 32-23 over Northridge, a team who's they've been in the playoff race, but it's always been Hillcrest, Hueytown, Macadori as the top three teams. But Northridge keeping it a one-score game against Hillcrest Tuscaloosa, so that region can still go anyway. I agree, and I've been I've got my eye on Hillcrest Tuscaloosa. I think they're, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say that. Everybody knows Clay Chalkville is, but you got Mountain Brook. But Hillcrest Tuscaloosa, you can throw their name into that mix in the top five, in my opinion, in 6A. You know, one other game over in 6A, your Homewood Patriots, John, big win over Helena. I didn't think they'd do it, but, man, not only did they win – but they beat them, what, 24 to 15 by yeah. nine points. Yeah, I didn't want to bring it up because I don't want to be the homer. I was going to let yeah, you bring well, it up. No, but, I'm... no, it, it's a big win. They were up 14 nothing. I think, at halftime. Helena came back, scored 15 unanswered. Um, we're up 15-14, and then Homewood turned it on at the end and uh, got the win. Uh, I was trying to keep updated. We were at the Thompson-Vestavia game. But big win for Homewood because they crushed John Carroll, but John Carroll's been kind of down. They get crushed by Vestavia, Vestavia team we just saw last week. Not look that great against Thompson, but once again, new coach, figuring things out. I got it, but they crushed Homewood. And then they go beat Helena, a team that beat Chelsea, seven, new 7A Region 3 team, um, in that, uh, the kickoff classic, that very first Thursday game in Montgomery. So, you know, everybody's beating everybody right now, and Homewood got a big win over Helena, a team that, you know, I probably would have said could compete for the region title in that region so now with Homewood getting this win I'm not sure what will happen Pelham's in that region as well Ben Russell there's some good programs in that region but I mean uh, I'll take a Homewood win uh, for my alma mater there um, over Helena Um, one more game in 6A also Briarwood Chilton County one score game they've had two one score games back to back Two totally different teams. Spain Park, a one-score game the week before, scoring at the last, uh, not in the last second with no time left, and then uh, beating Chilton County by one score. So. Same thing this week. It yeah. was an untimed down, and they, I think it was fourth down, too, and they threw like a 20-something-yard pass in the end zone and scored and got the extra point. Chilton County's for real. Don't, yeah. don't, don't think Chilton County's not good this year. That's a team in – 6A that people just overlook, but all of a sudden Shelton County's been making some noise. They should have beat Briarwood. Briarwood right now the most exciting team in the state on the way that they win it because two games back-to-back, no time left on the clock, they win it. That's incredible. But we'll see how they go moving forward. I mean, and could easily be 0-3 right now because the lot of the, you know, Spain Park, had they not scored that touchdown, they would have lost. This one uh, was a tie game. Briarwood ended up winning, but – um, the week before, Clay Chaltville beat them by 40-plus points. So that's a team that it will be interesting to watch. Like I said, it's exciting, but I'm sure Briar would like to win a game you know, easily and not have to worry about the exciting finish. I know the fans would. I know the fans hey, would, too. One 7 game we kind of overlooked, and that's the big game up in Huntsville. Bob Jones and James Clemens squared off against each other this past week. Uh, Bob Jones comes out on the victor 26-19, to so just a one-touchdown game. I'm not sure if they call that, if there's a name for that game, but there should be. 
I would know, assume we, there is. Play, they play in the same stadium. They play. And put it out on the state and make make everybody start calling it that because that's a rivalry game that should have a name. Battle of Madison. I don't know. I feel like yeah. that it would be something like that. Yeah. But yeah, no big win for Bob Jones, my former coach, Kelvis White. Always love following him. He's doing a good job up there with the Patriots. So yeah, and I'm curious with Region Four, who will be the top team because James Clemens has kind of been it. And, you know, their coaches in Hoover now. So uh, who's going to be the top dog? Could definitely be Bob Jones up there in Region 4. Uh, a couple more scores before we head to break uh, that I want to mention at least. Gulf Shores, they beat Faith Academy 22-12. to They dropped down to 5A, and that's the region where St. Paul's had been, but they've dropped, moved up to 6A. Faith Academy has been a good, solid playoff team. They beat them by 10. This week will be the real test because they're playing UMS right. So it's out of the frying pan, into the fire for Gulf Shores. But Gulf Shores getting a big win. I love Gulf Shores. I knew they were going to be big. You know, their coaching staff is all a college coaching staff, let's face it. And then you look, you know, right down the road, you got Orange Beach. Here they are winning, which we expected because they're playing in a lower classification than yeah. they should. They'll be moved up. But, you know, Jamie Dubos over there and then you and Gulf Shores, you got that coaching staff. That's going to be a battle down there on the Gulf Coast. It's going to be worth a trip down there to spend a weekend on the beach. You just want to go to the beach. That's right. I want to go to the beach, but <laughs> that's a good excuse. If we ever get a Friday night off and, and those two teams are playing, it's a good reason to drive down there. Oh, we love to go to Gulf Shores for the track championships when they play down there. It's like, I mean, we have to go to the beach to call a high school event. We will. But, yeah, definitely to see some good football as well. Uh, a couple more scores I want to mention real quick. Uh, Moody, they beat Alexandria 42-27. to Big win uh, there the Valley Cubs so you know Moody I, I, I Scott Forrester I keep saying every time they went, went a big game it's like I'll see y'all the Super 7 because since we're doing Thompson games that's gonna be the first chance we'll see to watch them and uh you know I, I they say temper expectations a little bit it's only three games but it's been three uh incredible games there for Moody and then Hanley they beat Jacksonville 54-41 top 10 matchup there uh big win for Hanley any other games you want to talk about from last week no I think we pretty much covered them there were a few games thrown in there a little bit but uh uh Greenville goes down I thought with their new coach coming in but Charles Henderson beat them 34 to 18 that's just kind of a a game down in that right south of Montgomery there it was kind of interesting but no everything else pretty much came out the way we wanted it Bibb County in a rivalry over West Blockton of course the two Bibb County teams uh, Bibb County just blew it away 45 to zip yeah so. Bibb County the last few years has been pretty good making uh, good playoff runs as well all right those are all the games from last week coming up this week a lot of big games including some rivalry games and the way the schedule's played out Regions are kind of being decided a little early here, I think, in some of these. Uh, you know, it's going to make my bracketology a lot easier. But some of these regions, things are kind of being decided a little earlier. Uh, Alexandria team like that going down could help decide things when it comes to tiebreakers later on. Um, you know, we've mentioned some of the 7A Region 3 stuff, some of the 6A stuff, some big games coming up this week. We'll talk about that when we get back right here on Next Round Preps. At Albritton and Artavino Family Dentistry, we know how valuable your time is. So if it's a crown you need, let us take care of it with our same-day crown service. We have the latest technology allowing us to build your custom crown right here in our office while you wait. All Britain and Artavino Family Dentistry is here to serve you. All Britain and Artavino are easy to find. Exit 238, that's the Alabaster exit, next door to American Family Care or call them at 205-664-7610. Alabaster Living has been a major community supporter for years in the Alabaster area and is excited to introduce their new streaming TV channel. Alabaster Living Television can be found on Roku and Fire Stick and has new video content featuring Thompson High School, the City of Alabaster, local churches, businesses, and citizens added weekly. Just load ALTV to your streaming device and start watching to see all that Alabaster has to offer. 
You can also follow Alabaster Living on Facebook and YouTube to stay on top of everything going on in the community. Add ALTV to your Roku or Fire Stick device today. Hi, I'm Jerry Young. I want to tell you about Holloway Home Loans here in Central Alabama. Thomas Holloway is a former Oak Mountain Eagle who moved on to play his college ball and earn his degree from West Point. Thomas is still an Army Reservist and an expert in residential home mortgages, offering personalized service at an amazing price because he works for you and not the financial institutions. Call Thomas today at 205-413-2858 or you can email him thomas at hollowayhomeloans.com that's holloway home loans and edge home financing mls 1985757 cartridge world of vestavia is well known for the lowest prices on toner cartridges but are you aware of their free printer program you heard right there's no catch simply agree to buy your ongoing printer cartridges from cartridge world of vestavia and we'll provide you with a printer at no cost a Cartridge World expert will personally consult with you to find out your business's exact needs so you can have a stronger bottom line. Visit Cartridge World of Vestavia Hills on the web or call 205-822-6767. That's Cartridge World of Vestavia. Welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. We've talked about the week that was. Now let's talk about the week that's going to be or tonight as we release this on Thursday because a lot of games have been moved to Thursday, at least here. I guess statewide it hasn't necessarily happened, but all the games around here for the most part are going to be moved. Our game, Thompson and Spain Park, has been moved to Thursday. We'll talk about some of the 7A games coming up, but uh, first some of the smaller classification games. Real quick, not to go super in-depth on these necessarily, but did want to throw out some great top 10 matchups in the lower class classifications uh 1a region 2 brantley at elba that's number one at number three they're in a uh, class 1a 2a region 2 number three at number five gw long at Ayrton. uh and then 2a region three highland home at lynette number two versus number six so uh three incredible games there in the lower classifications um you also have jacksonville at aniston in 4a number seven at number six and you have cherokee county at aniana number eight at number five so um incredible games there in the lower classifications and i know everybody pays attention to 7a we pay more attention to 7a and 6a uh you know schools i went to and everything but some really good solid ball there in the lower classification so uh, keep an eye on all of those games in 5a region 5 a game that i've uh looked forward to every year since they've been in the same region together that is ramsey at pleasant grove ramsey they've been up and down they start off really good then look really uh, not so good in the second week and then they were back up last week but um ramsey pleasant grove has been a region title game that's been played towards the end of the season a lot of years and parker you know kind of seems like the biggest team there but um you know ramsey pleasant grove I think it'll be a pretty good one. I th- I, listen, until Pleasant Grove loses a game, I'm with them 100%. That is a ball team. They've been good the last three or four years. Yep. These guys are loaded this year. they they got a great head coach. I love uh, Pleasant Grove. Um, uh, let's see. Down south, got a couple of good games coming up, especially we mentioned Gulf Shores. Big, big win last week. They got a big test this week. Yeah, big test. Both teams are 3-0. and UMS Wright, they'll be at home. Uh, Gulf Shores will travel over to Mobile to UMS Wright, which to this day is one of my most favorite stadiums to go in. It's like just a little mini, real mini uh, college thing, and the entrance to it's great. I love walking in that stadium. Used to, they don't do it anymore, but they had a big spotlight, and when the team walk in, the shadow would shine up on the side of the gym or whatever's in the end zone there, and they had this chain, and they would lock the gate, and everybody was chanting, lock the gate, lock the gate. (laughs) I don't think they do that anymore. That's from a few years ago, but it'll be a great atmosphere, as they know Gus Shores is coming in there 3-0 as well. So that's a Region 1 matchup. 
in 5A. Also dropping back down to 4A, uh, Jackson is, uh, they play at Legion Field in Jackson, Alabama. It's just one of those towns that has such great tradition with high school football. They lost to Orange Beach. They'll be playing T.R. Miller, whose only loss is to UMS Wright, uh, mentioned in UMS Wright. So T.R. Miller travels up to Jackson. That's going to be a great, the whole town shuts down. They tailgate all the way around. One of the end zones has houses on it, and the two or three houses across the street uh, in the end zone, there's an end zone and a street and the houses. They've actually leveled their garages and built detached garages, and they have parties up on the deck. And it's anywhere from 25 to 30 people on each one of those decks, and they all pay admission. They do that, but then they go over there, and it's just a giant party. It's like no other small town I've been in to watch a game. So that's why. But that one will be a war right there. That'll be a good ball game. Yeah, when it strictly comes to name matchups, throw records aside, just the names you have. All four of those, uh, you know, good games coming up. And like I said, all those I mentioned earlier, Brantley, Elba, Highland Home, Lynette, Jacksonville, Anderson, a lot of really good name programs there. And uh, they're showing it with their rankings. And like you said, really good records in those games as well. For those lower classification games, and you're right, they do throw down for those games. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a sight to behold. I know we're used to the bigger stuff here in the Birmingham area, but um, it, it's really cool to go down there and see how they do it up in the smaller classifications. Moving on to Class 6A, uh, speaking of being down south, Spanish Fort is at Saraland in Region 1. Saraland got the big win over St. Paul's last week, 42-14. So uh, Spanish Fort, they've kind of been the top dog down there. But Saraland have played for a Super six or Super 7 title. I'm going back to my day, Super 6. And, um, you know, they've made a run to the state championship before. So it should be going down there between two mobile schools in 6A Region 1. Yeah, I like Spanish Fort in that game. Although they're going to Saraland. Saraland's tough place to play but i kind of like spanish fort in that game always good defense at saraland as well and then a rivalry game here in 6a clay chaltville at penson valley penson valley had the better of this when bo nix was there outside of that clay chaltville has definitely been on top in this uh, rivalry game lately with the talent they've had and clay chaltville arguably the best team in the state regardless of classification going to penson though any chance Pinson can keep this close? You know, I, any other year I'd say yes, but this year Drew Gilmer is doing such a great job at Clay Chauvel. I just don't see Pinson Valley being able to hang with them, especially for a long time. The emotions are going to be high. They are playing it at Pinson Valley, and uh, that's a great stadium, by the way, and great press box up there. It's, it's old, but it's great. But Pinson Valley has got some talent. They're going to play them hard. The emotion will be good coming out. I just don't think that they can hang four quarters with Clay Chauvel. Clay Chalville on fire so far the seasons. We'll see the score on that one. Moving into Class 7A, a couple of big games in Region 2. We mentioned it. I would not have said this was a big game outside of the outcome last week with Smith Station beating Prattville. Smith Station now traveling to Enterprise. Enterprise started their season with Central Phoenix City and Auburn, or the other way around, Auburn and Central Phoenix City. And then they get Smith Station at home. If they beat Smith Station, they've almost put themselves in that fourth spot, depending on what happens against Prattville and Opelika. But Smith Station, I never would have predicted they were going to be in the playoff race, but a win over Prattville makes me question that now. Well, here's the deal. I would put that as a three-point line game, and I would give the the uh, edge to Enterprise, and here's why. They're playing it at Enterprise. That's about the only reason. If Smith Station handled Prattville that well last week like we saw – 
Enterprise better look out. That's two evenly matched teams going in right there. Yeah, Enterprise uh, kept Central Phoenix City scoring down to only 27 points. That's a team that could put up 30, 40, 50 points easily um, there under Patrick Nick. So, you know, could be a, a low-scoring game there as well between Smith Station and Enterprise. Speaking of Central, they take on Opelika at Opelika. I love these matchups. I know it's going to make for between Central – uh, Auburn and Opelika, one of those is going to have to be third out of those three teams. But I love Opelika coming in this region for really, really solid matchups. I would never have thought Opelika would be three and zero at this time of the year, but you got two three zero teams matching up. Everybody's expecting Central to row, but you know Opelika's always feisty. Great tradition. Who knows? Yeah, definitely Opelika. Could get a top seed there. I'd probably still lean Auburn and Central because they've just been the top dogs in that region um, and been in 7A for a while. But should be good between Central and Opelika. All right, moving on to 7A Region 3. Vestavia at Hoover. Rivalry game there. Two in a row there for um, for Hoover as they get Spain Park last week. In a somewhat close game, 24-10. Can Vestavia keep it close against Hoover this week? I think they could if their quarterback's okay. Uh, John Paul Head is his name. If Head is back up and playing, and that may have been why they sat him down, is to save him for Hoover, knowing that they were down so much in that ball game. But I don't know. You know, Hoover's – I don't – I just, you know, a close win with Spain Park, which we talked about why that was, and then a loss to, uh, you know, I mean to uh, Central, and then a win over in Georgia. I haven't seen anything from Hoover yet. I have seen something from Vestavia Hills. I know the desire is there. Whether they can go into that big of a crowd, I'm sure it's being played at the Met. So, you know, it's going to be a little bit overwhelming for some of those Vestavia guys, but we'll see. Yeah, Vestavia, tough start to their schedule. Your three biggest rivals in Hoover, Mountain Brook, and Homewood to start off the season. And, hey, the one team we're going to throw in there instead, Thompson. So we'll throw the best team in the state in there uh, along with it. So, you know, should settle down for Vestavia. I know they're 1-2 and two right now, 0-1 in region play. I would say likely 0-2 in region play after this Hoover game. But then it'll settle down. Hewitt's the only team they got left after that to worry about when it comes to region play as far as, like, the ones you know are going to, you know, put the hammer down. Right. And so, you know, hopefully Robert Evans can get things turned around right there. Um, but tough to start with three rivals and Thompson to start things off. Speaking of Hewitt, trustful they're at tuscaloosa county this is now the first big test for tuscaloosa county <laughs> and this is the kind of game because hewitt trustful is a team to put up 40 plus points every game that if county can actually score the way they have scored in these last three games and who knows because it hasn't been against the best competition but if they can score the way they scored in those games this could be a shootout again just like they had with chelsea last week we knew when adam weingarten came to tuscaloosa county things were going to change. We knew that because he's that kind of a coach. He led Auburn and just in a devastating loss, to be honest with you, against Thompson a couple of years ago. Everybody remembers that game. But then he moves up Tuscaloosa County. He's changed that culture, uh, very similar to what Jake Gaines has done at Moody. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he's just got them in thinking a whole different attitude. They believe, I'll tell you this, they believe going into this game, especially since it's in Tuscaloosa County and a home game for them, they believe they can beat Hewitt Trussell. Whether they can or not, we'll see on uh, you know when the score comes out. But right now, they believe it. Number five versus number 10. Hewitt number five, Tuscaloosa County number 10 in the ASWA poll. I never would have guessed they were going to be in the top 10. But – 
Three and zero. The schedule they have. Uh, them starting three and zero doesn't necessarily shock me, but they put up a lot of points in all those games. Beating Central doesn't shock me. Chelsea coming in, we knew it was going to be rough for them, um, just because Tuscaloosa County's used to seven A competition. But you know, last year I think it was the first region game for Thompson. Last year we went to Tuscaloosa County, and we said the same thing. Obviously, coming off of that big championship game where Thompson kicked the field goal to beat Auburn to the last second, that Adam Weingard's a good coach. Same thing we're saying now, and I was waiting to see something that let me know this is a new era for Tuscaloosa County. And in being the first region game against Thompson, I know that's a tough team to play. I didn't see it in that first game. But you could tell there was a lot of old Tuscaloosa County there in the first couple of games of the season last year for Adam Weingarten. Now I'm seeing the little bit I've seen in Tuscaloosa County, now it's changing. Now that the whole atmosphere there is changing, Adam's getting things moving in the right direction. And regardless the way they have been, being 3-0, and it's still no small feat. So I still will give a lot of credit there, but this will be the true first test. All right, John, if you've been living under a rock for the last three weeks and I walked in, I said, hey, one of these teams is 3-0 and and one of these teams are 2-1, and it would have been no-brainer. You'd be saying, wow, Tuscaloosa County's doing good. They've got two wins. Yeah. And here they are 3-0 and and you're talking about Hewitt with a loss. Of course, it was a quality loss, but that's beside the point. That's just going to be a big matchup. I, you know, that's going to be a good ball game to watch. It is. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I could see it going into a shootout um, with those two teams. Um, let's see. I just I didn't even write the other one. Let's see. Oak Mountain and – Oak Mountain is – Who am I forgetting? Uh, wow. <laughs> I just totally blamed. Yeah, I know. I did too. Why would you do that to me? Spain Park, Thompson, Hoover, Vestavia. Oak Mountain is uh, at home against Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, I just mentioned gosh. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just totally blanked on that. Yeah. Um, Oak Mountain, Chelsea, like I said, you got to compete for that fourth spot behind Thompson, Hoover, Hewitt, Trustville. The question is, can Vestavia do it? County, nobody would have said could do it, but who knows. But can Chelsea get a win over a team like Oak Mountain that did not look good against Hewitt, Trustville last week? And it's one of those that – Oak Mountain year after year, and I know you know Tyler Crane now is kind of starting a new direction from what Chris Bell had, but year after year you could say they were number two. Yeah, I could kind of see it. They get one upset win, and all of a sudden that vaults them up to number two. Right. Or they finish number seven because they got a couple upset losses, and it's like, yeah, I could see it. I would say the same thing for Oak Mountain right now. i tell you this. If Chelsea sneaks up and beats Oak Mountain, Oak Mountain could actually miss the playoffs because of this one game here in week three. Yeah, I mean, because you count Thompson, Hoover, Hewitt as a loss. Right. I mean, Vestavia, okay, they're trying to get things going under a new coach. They get right. to, they get a win. Tim Bacacus in Spain Park, they get a win. And next thing you're, you're right, Oak Mountain ends up losing. Mm-hmm. So they need to not only win this game, but to shut everybody up, win it easily enough and uh, still kind of solidify themselves. Maybe it's the fourth best team in the region. But Spain Park, a team trying to make their way into that fourth spot. They take on Thompson. They're going to be at Thompson on Thursday night. And uh, Tim Vakakis, you know, they lost that last second game against Briarwood. I know we mentioned that earlier, but um, trying to get things turned around. Did a great job at Jackson Olin. Former Homewood guy as well. Um, and obviously his dad, well known within high school football here also. But coming to Thompson on a Thursday night when Thompson now that last half of the Vestavia game was Thompson clicking for the first time all season, and that's a dangerous thing. I agree. I, I just, you know, Spain Park's got an uphill battle, of course. We'll be there to call it. By the way, if some of y'all can't get enough football, at 6 o'clock we go on the air, John and I do, with a pregame show from Warrior Stadium. Uh, it's broadcast on the Thompson Athletics Facebook page and on YouTube and all the outlets there. So if you want to see a little preview of that game, right now scheduled 
to appear is Byron Franklin, the big star from Auburn who went on to the NFL, had a lot great career there. He'll be our guest picker. But we picked these games kind of, you know, and I always beat John, but he doesn't want to admit that. But but I do. So that's another way. Also, too, if you've never subscribed to the NFHS Network, I, I really don't know how to emphasize how good of a deal that is. Uh, you know, I looked down the list last week, John. I think and I'll count them up, but I, I promise you, at least eight out of ten schools are on the NFHS network. That means you can watch almost any game in the state uh, by subscribing to the NFHS network. And of course, and, we do it on Thompson, but everybody right. has picked it up. Even around here, almost everybody has picked it up. Right. So it's uh, you can watch almost any game. Also, you missed one important game that I want to talk about. I want to go back to 6A just a minute. Okay. Calera and Homewood. At Homewood, Calera one and two, but they've been playing good ball. They've lost some their two games, but they've been close. Homewood right there on the verge. They nailed this game. It's a big win. I'm just assuming because Homewood beat Helena, who I would have said would have been one of the better teams in that region, that they're going to go undefeated and win the state championship now because I'm biased that way And uh, after playing at Homewood. But, no, I mean, every game you know now for Homewood, there's going to be that expectation because – Got a big win over John Carroll. Got a big win over Helena. Vestavia, that's a 7A team. Okay, a little bit more understandable in a rivalry game there on the road. Um, but, you know, Homewood, uh, I'm very interested to see where they ultimately they finish because had I picked it in that region preseason, I would have said third maybe there, make the playoff, but uh, an away game to start things off. Now all of a sudden one win. I know it's only been one week, but it's one win against a team that you also start saying, okay, Homewood could be number one. Why That's not? Right. Why not Homewood? Right. Um, you know, like you said, Kalira there, Ben Russell, Pell, and there's still some teams to play. I got that. But, um, no, I'm very interested to see what happens with Homewood this week against Kalira and what happens moving forward. Well, also in that region, too, because Pelham's 0-2. And I know that game's coming up, but you got to say, well, right now you look at Pelham, they're on the bottom of the list. This could be playoff implications for Homewood. Again, another yep. game in week three where it could be. And I'll say this because in the past, we talked about Chelsea up in 7A Region 3. They were that way with Chelsea. You had Mount Brook Briarwood in that old Region 5 were the two dominant teams by a long shot. Now, Briarwood's struggling. So right. we'll see what happens with Briarwood and Homewood. But then also, um, you know, Chelsea was a team that Homewood was better than but would end up struggling against every single year. And, would you know, Homewood had a chance to miss the playoffs depending on what happened uh, because they would always lose one game somewhere in there they weren't supposed to lose. So could this potentially be it for Homewood? Who knows? I'm biased. I say Homewood's the greatest team ever. I agree. Other you know, there's other about 10 schools when the scores come out. As soon as I get home on Friday night, there's about 10 schools that I always look for to see how they did. I guess because of you, but I don't know why. But I always <laughs> go to Homewood. I want to see what they did. It's like that that team that intrigues me every week, like a lot of other teams. But they, they're definitely in my top ten to scroll down real quick, see if that score's come in yet. No doubt. And, uh, those scores always come out from Ron Ingram. Does a great job there at the AHSAA and uh, get shared all over the place as well on Friday nights. But this week... Most of them will be on Thursday night, at least from yep. this area, because of weather. A lot of games moving. Homewood has moved their game to Thursday. Um, all of 7A Region 3, I believe, has moved their games now to Thursday, including Thompson and Spain Park. We'll have that one for you on the Warrior Nation Network. Like Jerry said, our pregame show at 6 o'clock. You thought college game day was good. Wait until you see our pregame show. It's even better. And uh, tune in and watch that on Thompson's Facebook page, or the, the Alabaster City Schools uh, Facebook page. Uh, all right, that's it. Let's head to week three, and let's see some of the great matchups coming up this week in the second week of region play. Depending on what happens, we can already start doing some bracketology. Why not start looking ahead that's to the right. future and seeing what's going to happen? All right, for Jerry Young, I'm John Lunsford. This has been Next Round Preps.